Kia ora and welcome to this episode of The Amateur Austinite. I'm Frances Duncan, an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. My very special guest today is my friend Gretchen, who is joining us all the way from beautiful Hawaii. Hi, Frances. Gretchen was nice enough to have me stay with her when I visited Hawaii in 2019? Yes. 2019. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be discussing letter 27 of Lady Susan. 27. Mrs. Vernon to Lady de Courcy. Churchill. This letter, my dear mother, will be brought you by Reginald. His long visit is about to be concluded at last, but I fear the separation takes place too late to do us any good. She is going to London to see her particular friend, Mrs. Johnson. It was at first her intention that Frederica should accompany her for the benefit of masters, but we overruled her there. Frederica was wretched in the idea of going, and I could not bear to have her at the mercy of her mother. Not all the masters in London could compensate for the ruin of her comfort. I should have feared, too, for her health and for everything but her principles. There I believe she is not to be injured by her mother or her mother's friends, but with those friends she must have mixed a very bad set, I doubt not, or have been left in total solitude and I can hardly tell which would have been worse for her. If she is with her mother, moreover, she must, alas, in all probability, be with Reginald, and that would be the greatest evil of all. Here we shall in time be in peace, and our regular employments, our books and conversations, with exercise, the children, and every domestic pleasure in my power to procure her, will, I trust, gradually overcome this youthful attachment. I should not have a doubt of it were she slighted for any other woman in the world than her own mother. How long Lady Susan will be in town, or whether she returns here again, I know not. I could not be cordial in my invitation, but if she chooses to come, no want of cordiality on my part will keep her away. I could not help asking Reginald if he intended being in London this winter, as soon as I found her ladyship's steps would be bent thither. And though he professed himself quite undetermined, there was something in his look and voice as he spoke, which contradicted his words. I have done with lamentation. I look upon the event as so far decided that I resign myself to it in despair. If he leaves you soon for London, everything will be concluded. Your affectionate, etc. C. Vernon. I noticed a couple of differences in the versions of the letter that we have. He intended being in town, it says in mine, and in yours it says he intended being in London. And I always wonder if it's an editor's choice or whether it's difficult to read Jane Austen's writing if you're going from the original. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't realize there were any... Differences, because there are several several of her writings that I have in more than one edition, and but I think this is the only copy I have of Lady Susan. It's in a huge, big compendium book that has all of her writings in it. It probably doesn't have a standard edition because it's not as well-known as her other novels. Mm-hmm. Potentially, I don't know. I'm reading a Penguin Classics edition. Well, I really enjoyed 
rereading it. It is such a really well-written story that I wonder if, had she lived longer, Jane Austen, I mean, if she might have chosen to maybe make it into a novel. The character of Lady Susan is so well-formed, so well-structured. I mean, she is what she is, and she makes no apologies for herself. She's just a very strong leading character. Yeah, and that strength of character is one of the things that makes her enjoyable, and it's one of the reasons people don't like, for example, Fanny Price, because she, I mean, she is a strong character, but she's not forceful like Lady Susan. Yeah, I I look at those two as polar opposites. You know, there's the whole range of female protagonists in Jane Austen's work, Lady Susan's on one end, Fanny Price is on the other, and then Anne Elliot and Elizabeth Bennet and the other ones are somewhere in the middle. But what talent to be able to write such different characters? Yes, yes. I mean, they, they all are so different, and they all have strengths and weaknesses. And But this particular one, I mean, she is so totally self-absorbed on empathetic to anyone other than herself and her own needs and the word that came to my mind was diabolical Mm. (laughs) you don't want to get in her way because she thinks she can manipulate everyone to her needs maybe my favorite character was mrs vernon because she learned the hard way when lady susan tried to prevent her marriage to mr vernon and it didn't work. And so there was nothing that Lady Susan could do to get past that discrimination that Mrs. Vernon had toward her. She just was not going to be sweet-talked at all. She was always very suspicious of Lady Susan and her motives and really would not have invited her to, to come and stay with them. But her husband did, and there she is on the doorstep. Yeah, and she even says in this letter that she couldn't be cordial in inviting her again, but if she chooses to come, like she did before, no want of cordiality on my part will keep her away. It's true. She'll just turn up. If she needs a place to stay, she will be there, and you have no choice about it. It's an uncomfortable position for Mrs. Vernon. I wonder whether Lady Susan is made uncomfortable by it or not. I think she's uncomfortable in that she can tell she's not making any headway with Mrs. Vernon, where she can kind of manipulate Mr. Vernon. And she, you know, was certainly manipulating Reginald. She hasn't made any headway with Mrs. Vernon and it frustrates her, but she just figures she'll work around her. I find the start of this letter kind of amusing because she's writing to her mother that this letter will be brought to you by Reginald. Her mother knows this. It's purely for our benefit. So we know this will be hand-delivered by Reginald. I don't know why she would say that when you're right, when when he's going to bring it. But, you know, maybe that's her way of getting into the fact that he's finally leaving and... You know, is it because she's leaving now too and there's no reason for him to stay? I think it shows a little bit of the limitations that 
Jane Austen was recognizing with the letter format how do you convey all the things that are happening yes but she's very clear that she thinks that he's going because Lady Susan is going she couldn't help asking if he was going to be in town because he found she found out that that's where Lady Susan was going and she says I look upon the event as so far decided that I resign myself to it in despair so the event is their marriage yeah, I think they call it an understanding in some of the other books. She is convinced by the way Lady Susan is behaving and then by the way Reginald is behaving that they have come to an understanding, which basically means that they're engaged, they just haven't told anyone yet. Which they're grown-ups, they don't have to. They have no one's approval to seek. Well, she's just trying to warn her mother what the situation is so her Maybe her mother doesn't put her foot in it talking to Reginald. But she wants to warn her mother so her mother is prepared for that eventuality. Frederica is staying with the Vernons, which they're happy about. Yes. Um, She's like, her mother's bad society. Also, if she's with her mother, she'll probably be Mm -hmm. with Reginald, which is doubly painful. Right. And she's hoping basically to distract her by their lifestyle to overcome this youthful attachment and thinks that if it were anyone other than her mother, it might be fine. Yeah. Well, thank heavens she's so protective of Frederica because it is really a good place for Frederica to be with Mr. and Mrs. Vernon and the kids because it's a normal house and a normal family life that she's never known. It gives her some stability, which she's really never known. It would be difficult if she found out that, in fact, her mother did wind up marrying Reginald because she's in love with Reginald, but he is better off staying at Churchill with the Vernons. They would hope that in time, if she can stay there, that she would kind of get past it. And you would think that she would. But at least she has someone looking out for her. Yeah, she must have had a horrible life. You know, she's an only child. You wonder what her father was like. Because he was obviously the older son. He must have been a lord if Lady Susan is a lady. No, because she's Lady Susan with her first name. That's her title that she got from her father. Otherwise, she would be Lady Vernon. Right, because of Lady Catherine. Mm. Yes, from from Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, they burned through all their money, and you wonder how that happened, because I can't help but thinking that Lady Susan certainly contributed to that, but could she have done it all on her own? I mean, maybe her husband was into gambling, maybe he was not a smart businessman, but between the two of them... You know, it wasn't like they had a huge household to support. They only had one child. And, you know, between the two of them, they managed to to burn through all the money that he had. Anyway, yes, I think Frederica had a very difficult life. You know, she was doing fine at the school until her mother sent her the letter telling her, you are going to marry Mr. Martin, and that's it. And then she tried to run away, so. A lot is made of... Frederica's lack of education but they do mention that she's been left with governesses before and here her mother is talking about 
masters in London because from my understanding you tend to have a governess at home who would school all the children and then you would potentially go to London or have masters come to you so they would be like private tutors for specific topics to sort of give you a polish I guess. Yeah I think that was a pipe dream on Lady Susan's part because I think that was just an excuse to take Frederica. I don't think she had any intention, since she spent her whole life not worrying about Frederica's education, I don't think she had any real intention of doing anything for Frederica other than trying to marry her off. I mean, what I got out of this particular letter was that the intent was for Mrs. Vernon to warn her mother that this possible marriage that they were worried might happen looked more probable than it had previously, but also that she was taking good care of Frederica and trying to protect her from her mother. I really like the character of Mrs. Vernon. She has a lot of intelligence, I think, in that she was almost railroaded at one point by Lady Susan when Lady Susan was obviously trying to get Mr. Vernon to move in to Vernon Castle with Lady Susan and her husband, basically as a cash infusion. And then they could continue the illusion of being the masters of and mistress of the house. But that would be at the expense of the younger brother, Charles, and his wife. And that was so egregious that she was never going to trust Lady Susan again. It didn't matter what happened. And to me, that takes a lot of strength and a lot of intelligence. And I think she's a really good Jane Austen heroine in this book. I enjoyed her letters a lot because she really could kind of see what was happening. Yeah, she is a very clear observer. Would you like to tell the listeners about Jasmine Hawaii? I am the treasurer of the Hawaii chapter of JASNA, which is the Jane Austen Society of North America. We are a very small group because we are a very small state, but we're always happy to have more members. And we have started a couple of social media accounts, one on Facebook and one on Instagram. And the name for both of them is JASNA Hawaii. They're all open and public and you're welcome to check them out we are happy to have you come along on the ride with us if you're ever in hawaii please let us know and look us up and that is our discussion of letter 27 of lady susan by jane austen i'm francis duncan this has been gretchen the links to our socials are in the notes thank you for listening and we wish you happy reading Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me. But if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo. uh, Some Jane Austen merch. And some Pride and Prejudice Heavily Pride focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!